chapter four of book four of on the heavens by aristotle translated by j l stocks this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by geoffrey edwards chapter four we have now to speak of the distinctive properties of these bodies and of the various phenomena connected with them in accordance with general conviction we may distinguish the absolutely heavy as that which sinks to the bottom of all things from the absolutely light which is that which rises to the surface of all things i use the term quotes, absolutely in view of the generic character of quotes, light and quotes, heavy in order to confine the application to bodies which do not combine lightness and heaviness it is apparent i mean that fire in whatever quantity so long as there is no external obstacle moves upward and earth downward and if the quantity is increased the movement is the same though swifter but the heaviness and lightness of bodies which combine these qualities is different from this since while they rise to the surface of some bodies they sink to the bottom of others such are air and water neither of them is absolutely either light or heavy both are lighter than earth for any portion of either rises to the surface of it but heavier than fire since a portion of either whatever its quantity sinks to the bottom of fire compared together however the one has absolute weight the other absolute lightness since air in any quantity rises to the surface of water while water in any quantity sinks to the bottom of air now other bodies are severally light and heavy and evidently in them the attributes are due to the difference of their uncompounded parts that is to say according as the one or the other happens to preponderate the bodies will be heavy and light respectively therefore we need only speak of these parts since they are primary and all else consequential and in so doing we shall be following the advice which we gave to those who attribute heaviness to the presence of plenum and lightness to that of void it is due to the properties of the elementary bodies that a body which is regarded as light in one place is regarded as heavy in another and vice versa in air for instance a talent's weight of wood is heavier than a mina of lead but in water the wood is the lighter the reason is that all the elements except fire have weight and all but earth lightness earth then and bodies in which earth preponderates must needs have weight everywhere while water is heavy anywhere but in earth and air is heavy when not in water or earth in its own place each of these bodies has weight except fire even air of this we have evidence in the fact that a bladder when inflated weighs more than when empty a body then in which air preponderates over earth and water may well be lighter than something in water and yet heavier than it in air since such a body does not rise in air but rises to the surface in water the following account will make it plain that there is an absolutely light and an absolutely heavy body and by absolutely light i mean one which of its own nature always moves upward 
by absolutely heavy one which of its own nature always moves downward if no obstacle is in the way there are i say these two kinds of body and it is not the case as some maintain that all bodies have weight different views are in fact agreed that there is a heavy body which moves uniformly towards the centre but there is also similarly a light body for we see with our eyes as we said before that earthy things sink to the bottom of all things and move towards the centre but the centre is a fixed point if therefore there is some body which rises to the surface of all things and we observe fire to move upward even in air itself while the air remains at rest clearly this body is moving towards the extremity it cannot then have any weight if it had there would be another body in which it sank and if that had weight there would be yet another which moved to the extremity and thus rose to the surface of all moving things in fact however we have no evidence of such a body fire then has no weight neither has earth any lightness since it sinks to the bottom of all things and that which sinks moves to the centre that there is a centre towards which the motion of heavy things and away from which that of light things is directed is manifest in many ways first because no movement can continue to infinity for what cannot be can no more come to be than be and movement is a coming to be in one place from another secondly like the upward movement of fire the downward movement of earth and all heavy things makes equal angles on every side with the earth's surface it must therefore be directed towards the centre whether it is really the centre of the earth and not rather that of the whole to which it moves may be left to another inquiry since these are coincident but since that which sinks to the bottom of all things moves to the centre necessarily that which rises to the surface moves to the extremity of the region in which the movement of these bodies takes place for the centre is opposed as contrary to the extremity as that which sinks is opposed to that which rises to the surface this also gives a reasonable ground for the duality of heavy and light in the spatial duality centre and extremity now there is also the intermediate region to which each name is given in opposition to the other extreme for that which is intermediate between the two is in a sense both extremity and centre for this reason there is another heavy and light namely water and air but in our view the continent pertains to form and the contained to matter and this distinction is present in every genus alike in the sphere of quality and in that of quantity there is that which corresponds rather to form and that which corresponds to matter in the same way among spatial distinctions the above belongs to the determinate the below to matter the same holds consequently also of the matter itself of that which is heavy and light as potentially possessing the one character it is matter for the heavy and as potentially possessing the other for the light it is the same matter but its being is different as that which is receptive of disease is the same as that which is receptive of health though in being different from it and therefore diseasedness is different from healthiness chapter five
a thing then which has the one kind of matter is light and always moves upward while a thing which has the opposite matter is heavy and always moves downward bodies composed of kinds of matter different from these but having relatively to each other the character which these have absolutely possess both the upward and the downward motion hence air and water each have both lightness and weight and water sinks to the bottom of all things except earth while air rises to the surface of all things except fire but since there is one body only which rises to the surface of all things and one only which sinks to the bottom of all things there must needs be two other bodies which sink in some bodies and rise to the surface of others the kinds of matter then must be as numerous as these bodies i e four but though they are four there must be a common matter of all particularly if they pass into one another which in each is in being different there is no reason why there should not be one or more intermediates between the contraries as in the case of colour for quotes intermediate and quotes mean are capable of more than one application now in its own place every body endowed with both weight and lightness has weight whereas earth has weight everywhere but they only have lightness among bodies to whose surface they rise hence when a support is withdrawn such a body moves downward until it reaches the body next below it air to the place of water and water to that of earth but if the fire above air is removed it will not move upward to the place of fire except by constraint and in that way water also may be drawn up when the upward movement of air which has had a common surface with it is swift enough to overpower the downward impulse of the water nor does water move upward to the place of air except in the manner just described earth is not so affected at all because a common surface is not possible to it hence water is drawn up into the vessel to which fire is applied but not earth as earth fails to move upward so fire fails to move downward when air is withdrawn from beneath it for fire has no weight even in its own place as earth has no lightness the other two move downward when the body beneath is withdrawn because while the absolutely heavy is that which sinks to the bottom of all things the relatively heavy sinks to its own place or to the surface of the body in which it rises since it is similar in matter to it it is plain that one must suppose as many distinct species of matter as there are bodies for if first there is a single matter of all things as for instance the void or the plenum or extension or the triangles either all things will move upward or all things will move downward and the second motion will be abolished and so either there will be no absolutely light body if superiority of weight is due to superior size or number of the constituent bodies or to the fullness of the body but the contrary is a matter of observation and it has been shown that the downward and upward movements are equally constant and universal or if the matter in question is the void or something similar which moves uniformly upward there will be nothing to move uniformly downward further it will follow that the intermediate bodies move downward in some cases quicker than earth 
for air in sufficiently large quantity will contain a large number of triangles or solids or particles it is however manifest that no portion of air whatever moves downward and the same reasoning applies to lightness if that is supposed to depend on superiority of quantity of matter but if secondly the kinds of matter are two it will be difficult to make the intermediate bodies behave as air and water behave suppose for example that the two asserted are void and plenum fire then as moving upward will be void earth as moving downward plenum and in air it will be said fire preponderates in water earth there will then be a quantity of water containing more fire than a little air and a large amount of air will contain more earth than a little water consequently we shall have to say that air in a certain quantity moves downward more quickly than a little water but such a thing has never been observed anywhere necessarily then as fire goes up because it has something e g void which other things do not have and earth goes downward because it has plenum so air goes to its own place above water because it has something else and water goes downward because of some special kind of body but if the two bodies are one matter or two matters both present in each there will be a certain quantity of each at which water will excel a little air in the upward movement and air excel water in the downward movement as we have already often said chapter six the shape of bodies will not account for their moving upward or downward in general though it will account for their moving faster or slower the reasons for this are not difficult to see for the problem thus raised is why a flat piece of iron or lead floats upon water while smaller and less heavy things so long as they are round or long a needle for instance sink down and sometimes a thing floats because it is small as with gold dust and the various earthy and dusty materials which throng the air with regard to these questions it is wrong to accept the explanation offered by democritus he says that the warm bodies moving up out of the water hold up heavy bodies which are broad while the narrow ones fall through because the bodies which offer this resistance are not numerous but this would be even more likely to happen in air an objection which he himself raises his reply to the objection is feeble in the air he says the quotes, drive meaning by drive the movement of the upward moving bodies is not uniform in direction but since some continua are easily divided and others less easily and things which produce division differ similarly in the ease with which they produce it the explanation must be found in this fact it is the easily bounded in proportion as it is easily bounded which is easily divided and air is more so than water water than earth further the smaller the quantity in each kind the more easily it is divided and disrupted thus the reason why broad things keep their place is because they cover so wide a surface and the greater quantity is less easily disrupted bodies of the opposite shape sink down because they occupy so little of the surface which is therefore easily parted and these considerations apply with far greater force to air 
since it is so much more easily divided than water but since there are two factors the force responsible for the downward motion of the heavy body and the disruption resisting force of the continuous surface there must be some ratio between the two for in proportion as the force applied by the heavy thing towards disruption and division exceeds that which resides in the continuum the quicker will it force its way down only if the force of the heavy thing is the weaker will it ride upon the surface we have now finished our examination of the heavy and the light and of the phenomena connected with them end of chapter six end of book four and end of on the heavens by aristotle translated by j l stocks read by geoffrey edwards proof listened by guero metacoordinated by joe recording in memory of mitchell edwards